Ball Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Wildcats and Wolverines, welcome to the last full week of the NBA regular season. As you know by now, this is Whitlock and the Vaughn, presented by Fanball. I am your host, Aaron Whitlock. I am joined, as always, by John Kupchak Vaughn. Don't worry, we will still be coming to you live on Periscope every Monday at 6 throughout the NBA playoffs, making sure that your fanball wallop stays very fat, muy guap, or whatever the kids say. Uh, if you can't tune into the show live, or you just need re- need to uh, re-listen to some of our genius fantasy advice, genius. the podcast goes live every Tuesday at noon on fanball.com, blog talk radio, and everywhere else that podcasts are served. And, because the end is nearly upon us here... Yeah. You're going to get a double dose of Whitlock and the Vaughn this week. Tonight, we're going to break down Tuesday through Friday's games. Then, we will be back live on Periscope again Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Get your drinks. We're taking you into the weekend. We'll go over the five remaining days of the regular season, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and the last day is Wednesday. Uh, That podcast will be available on Fanball, Blog Talk, all the other sources on Saturday morning. Sadly, we have no NBA games today, but at least you've got us to uh, to help uh, hype you up for the rest of uh, the remaining schedule. JK and I, even though the snow was falling here uh, in rural Connecticut this morning as we woke up, we still our spirits are high. Our bellies are full of hot and ready pizzas. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> Free hot and ready pizzas. Thank you very much, UVA and UMBC. Yes. Uh, and we're ready to get this thing going. I'll kick us off uh, on Tuesday. Massive, massive slate of games. 26 of the league's Woo. 30 teams in action. Let's get cooking. Uh, my stud's going to be Russell Westbrook. Who else are you going to go with but the Brody, right? Uh, we've seen this matchup play out uh, several times over the last couple years. So it's it's lost a little bit of the sizzle. But anytime Russ and KD are going up head-to-head, it's it's a storyline. It's national TV. You can bank on it. Uh Warriors, uh, they picked up a couple easy wins over the weekend against the Kings and Suns, but they had been a three-game skid prior to that as they try and figure things out without some of their stars. They're getting everybody back now. They're just missing Steph at this point. It's kind of the big one waiting for him to return. Uh, the Thunder, meanwhile, lost four out of their last six games. They're currently a half game back from hosting a playoff series, half game back of San Antonio for the four seed, but they're also just one and a half games ahead of New Orleans for the eight seed. Things are tight out west. Oh, man. Um, so are they ever? I think OKC has a little more on the line here, more to play for. OKC, or, uh, excuse me, Golden State is essentially locked into the two seed. They can't climb up to the one. They can't fall back to the three. So they're sort of set. Um, and I think that will be the difference in this one, is you're going to see just more intensity, uh, more more fire from OKC on Tuesday. Uh, Westbrook has scored 70 or more fan ball points in two of KD's three trips to Oklahoma City since leaving, uh, and Russ is heating up big time. He's got six triple-doubles in his last 10 games. He scored 70 or more fan ball points in each of his last two outings. I like him to have a big game on Tuesday. My dud is going to be Damian Lillard. I kind of can't believe this. Dame has creeped all the way up to $11,400. And this is nice because since we don't have any contests tonight, these these uh, prices for Tuesday that I'm giving you are already official. They're up on Fanball. You can enter these contests now. Uh, but Dame, like I said, he's actually the fourth most expensive player in the lobby, which which is shocking. This is a full slate, and he's still the fourth most expensive. We're looking. We're going to be looking for 57 Fanball points from Dame just to hit his value. He's only hit that mark once in his last 10 games, and in fact, he's only topped 50 Fanball points twice during that same span. 
Um, obviously, the Mavs are not defensive stalwarts, but they have been dragging opponents into this kind of ugly, slow, grinding style of play. They've held three of their last five opponents below 100 points, and none have scored more than 103 during that stretch. Um, so it's not too surprising then that Dallas actually does rank sixth in fan ball points allowed to point guards over their last five games. Um, the Blazers can't fall asleep at the wheel completely with only five games left in their season, but they've got a three-game lead on San Antonio right now for the three seed, and if this game starts to get out of hand, I could see uh, Lillard's minutes being a little on the light side. Uh, some other guys here in this this massive slate. This is going to be a tough one, JK, where you're, you really got to figure out what you want to do up at the top. Who do you want to go for for the big spenders? We've got 16 guys priced above 9K. So you've got a lot of options. <laughs> Bear with us. We're, we're both uh, yeah. battling that kind of going from cold no cough cold here. to warm. He's got a cough. I got a sore throat. It's it's tough times. We're uh, playing podcasting through the pain. Playing playing hurt, not injured. Yeah, you know how it is. Or injured, not hurt. Whatever you know is. how it is. Injured, not hurt. We're not going on the... Uh, <laughs> on the, we're not DNPing just because it's late in the air, no. all right, folks? No, we're not. We're not throwing in the towel. Uh, 16 guys, like I said, though above 9K. Um, so I'm gonna get to the guys I want to fade right off the bat. In addition to Dame, I'm fading KD, Draymond, Steph, who's probably still out, and Bede will still be out. Kemba, Victor Oladipo, and Chris Paul. So boom, right there, half the field, eight of our 16. Boom, out of the way. Uh, LeBron at 12-9. I can't possibly tell you to stay away. Uh, <laughs> he just scored 73 fan ball points against the Raptors less than two weeks ago. At home, this game will have playoff implications for sure. Uh, as Toronto tries to hang on to that top seed in the East, <sighs> Cleveland battling for the three seed. They had a bad loss at Boston a couple of days ago. They're the, Toronto bad could be in loss. trouble here. Yeah, uh, their wheels is, are starting to come off. This which is everyone we kind of predicted. Like that Raptors team that that yeah. chokes when How do you lose to a Celtics team with no Kyrie. Yeah, uh, that's, no Smart is smart. No, that's it's bad. I mean, granted, Jason uh, Jason Tatum, Marcus Morris, some of those guys have stepped up, but Rozier. that's. That's unforgivable. You're right. At, at home to lose that game. Yep. Uh, Giannis averaging 61 fan ball points in his last three matchup against the Celtics. Uh, hasn't scored fewer than 57 against Boston this season. Uh, worth noting, these teams haven't played since December, so two different teams now. Uh, and Ana DeCumpo has struggled a little bit to hit his value recently, uh, which is making makes him a possible candidate to regress, but the Celtics banged up as they are. I don't hate Giannis in this one. James Harden, especially if CP3 is out, he's currently questionable. He was a huge bust the only other time the Rockets faced the Wizards this season, scoring only 31 fan ball points. But he has top 60 uh, fan ball points in five of his last eight games. People are kind of freaking out about the loss on uh, Sunday to the Spurs. Uh, you know, Coach Mike D'Antoni came out afterwards. He said they need to reestablish the rhythm. That's a much bigger priority for Houston than resting players for the remainder of the regular season. I'm not sure how much I buy that. This is a team that's won 28 of their last 30 games, including beating San Antonio about two weeks before this. Um, they've got the number one seed in the West clinched. I-, I could see them starting to rest, guys, but it looks like all systems go for Harden in this one. He should be a great value, especially if CP3's out. Uh, Benjamin Simmons, guy who hasn't gotten a lot of love from this show, but he's been balling with him, be it out of the lineup. Yeah. 56 and 64 fan ball points in his last two games. We just found out before we came on the show, Dario Saric is out on Tuesday. Yep. 
that's going to open up some big minutes for Ursan Ilyasova, sitting at just 4,200. Um, Robert Covington could also be a kind of a surprise candidate to step up right in the $5,000 range. Mm-hmm. Amir Johnson, too, coming in the starting line. Amir Johnson, Sunday. God, I don't love Amir Johnson, but it's against Brooklyn. He's going to get some run. <laughs> rebounds. Uh, he's going to get some rebounds. And he's so low. Is he 3-4, I think? I believe so, yes. Um, so he, he's definitely a low three, ball seven, candidate. 3-7. Three, 3-7. Seven. Three, seven. Okay, yeah. But if you need somebody, if you're – if you're really looking to stack and you need somebody, he's he's somebody who should pretty easily hit six times his value. Yes. Uh, Josh Jackson, he needs 38 fan ball points at his uh, current price of $6,900 to hit his value. He scored at least 33 fan ball points in eight consecutive games. As long as TJ Warren stays out, loving Josh Jackson. Trey Burke of uh, the New York Knickerbockers going against Orlando. What a what a fun matchup that will oh, be. Oh, God. Still only $5,700 on Fanball. Uh, Trey Burke, that means he needs just 31 Fanball points to hit his value. He's uh, he's done that in each of his last five games, averaging 42 Fanball points a game over that stretch. Uh, these teams are both just dirty, brown, water trash. Uh, they're, they're just bad. Um, but Trey Burke, he seems to be on a mission to get buckets. I think he's auditioning for a job next year somewhere. Yep. So I expect him to get his no matter what. Um. And the Magic are giving up an average of 54 fanball points per game to point guards over their last five. Brutal. Uh, staying in that matchup, Kylo Quinn. Uh, Enos Kanter is doubt for this game with both a back and a wrist injury. If he sits, O'Quinn should be a nice value play. Uh, he's just coming off 33.25 fanball points against Detroit on Saturday. Uh, should get a nice run of minutes. Orlando ranks 26th uh, in fanball points allowed to centers this season. Um, Nikola Vucevic, JK's boy. Oh yeah. Uh, he is really one of the old, the lone pieces of the Orlando magic. Who's worth rostering at this point. That team is a train wreck, but Vucevic scored 42 or more fan ball points in four straight games. Uh, he's averaging 45 fan ball points in his last three matchups with the Knicks, including dropping 59 fan ball points. His last trip Oof. to Madison square garden. Got to like that. If he hadn't broken his hand, he'd be having an unbelievable season. He was, yeah, he was spectacular before he went yeah. down, and once he got back into his rhythm since he's came back yeah. on a terrible team, he's yeah. really had a good, good yes, he has. when he's, he's played, he's year. been great. Yeah. He's had fantastic. And he's been totally lost because he's just been in such a shit show of a team. Yeah. I, don't, I feel uh, like he hasn't totally gotten the credit agree. he deserves. No, for sure. Uh, Marquise Chris for the uh, Phoenix Ooh, yeah. Suns. <laughs> Phoenix against Sacramento. These two teams have combined for zero playoff appearances in the last eight years. Ooh. Oh, boy. Can't wait to watch this one or, uh, you know, slowly drive a rusty nail through your eyeballs. <laughs> whatever whatever works. Uh, but Chris, however, he's dropped 38 or more fan ball points in three straight games. He's getting some run, getting some minutes with the season winding down. Uh, Going to be playing a banged-up Sacramento team that will uh, could be without Skull. He uh, exited Sunday's contest for Sacramento. Zach Randolph hasn't played in the last six games. Uh, Kings giving up the sixth most fan ball points to opposing power forwards over their last 10 games, like Chris in this one. Uh, staying in that matchup, Buddy Heald. Another one, 5,700. Been a great value recently. Uh, needs 31 fan ball points to hit five and a half times his value. He scored at least 32 fan ball points in eight of his last 10 games. The Suns give up 46 fan ball points per game to shooting guards. That is the third most in the league. Uh, going to the Chicago Charlotte matchup. <clears throat> Excuse another me. Another fun one. Cristiano Felicio. Yeah, another just two great teams playing Charlotte's great basketball. Been officially eliminated from the uh, playoffs. Uh, he's <clears throat> checking in at 3,600. 
Felicio missed a game there. This one, though, against Charlotte with Dwight Howard, uh, while it's going to pose problems for him, it should ensure that he sees plenty of minutes in this game. Robin Lopez has been sitting every other for Chicago. If that pattern holds, he'll be out on Tuesday. Even if he does play, I would favor Felicio, who has hit at least six and a half times his value in six of his last seven games. Uh, A little under the radar staying in that matchup, Willie Hernan Gomez uh, has been nice in relief of Dwight Howard recently for the Hornets, checking in only $3,300. He's had 23 uh, fan ball points in four of his last five games. Uh, Bulls, as I kind of just talked about, don't have a ton of front court depth, and Hernan Gomez has been pretty damn efficient in his 18 or so minutes that he's been getting off the bench. Uh, another guy who hasn't gotten a, gotten a lot of love from the show, Al Horford. Uh, he is sitting at $6,000 right now on Fanball, going against Milwaukee. Uh, he's been an inconsistent fantasy player yeah, this year, yes, Horford. It's absolutely. been up and down. It's hard. Even with Kyrie out, you thought he'd take a step forward, but he really hasn't. He hasn't. And, <clears throat> consistent and, step forward. And he's a guy, for that reason, I don't roster often, but I do like him in this matchup. Uh, hasn't scored fewer than 36 fan ball points against Milwaukee in three tries this season. His most recent outings against the Bucks, he went for 45 and 46 fan ball points. As I talked about at the top with my stud there, or my, excuse me, uh, one of my quick hitters, these teams haven't played for a while since December, but I just feel like Horford poses a lot of matchup problems for Milwaukee's defense. He has the, a lot of, the, he has the ability to cause a lot of problems for them with his shooting and with his ability to rebound. Uh, needs just 33 to hit his value in this one like that. Uh, Jared Allen uh, for the Brooklyn Nets going against Philly with their thinned out front court. Uh, checking in at just 4,800 like him in that one. Dwayne Dedman continuing the run of centers here at 5,500 uh, for Atlanta going against Miami. Hassan Whiteside is finally back. Um, that yeah, makes it. Is that going to stick though? Well, he's not was, playing the fourth I was quarter thinking right about now. that. Yeah, but even that, they find him for his comments. Did you see his comments? They're saying he was <laughs> yeah, an all star, and he was, you know, it's BS that he's not playing in the fourth quarter. Yep, I wouldn't be surprised if they sat him. I would be shocked if, at the very least, I bet he continues to sit the fourth quarter. Yeah, at least for this game. You is gotta, there, you gotta is send there a, a reason why? Like, is this, is it defensively? Is it offensively? Is it just they're trying to run the quicker pace? Well, I, I think this right now coming off is just coming off the hip thing. I mean, he missed seven or yeah, eight okay. straight games. Okay, I see that. Playoffs are coming up. It's just an odd time for He's for him be, to really be firing, it's firing shots at Spolstra yeah, in the Heat. I agree. He's. It seems like he the writing on the wall is between uh, is gone uh, that he's gone. Oh, I, I think I him and Kawhi agree. right now are the two guys where the writing seems to be on the wall. That those guys will not be back in their respective uniforms next season. I, I, respective I, teams uniforms. I hundred percent agree with you on that one. Um, I don't know what you could get for Whiteside though. Hmm. It's yeah, a pretty he definitely, hefty deal. definitely carries less value than yeah. Kawhi. Uh, he got a commitment from him at least long term, but his play's been up and down. Um, his commitment to the game, his injury problems. Yeah, it uh, seems like ever since he got paid, he's kind of he's kind of shut it down, right? Because was he was came out of nowhere. It was a Marshall kid undrafted. He finally got his big deal, and I think things started, things started to go to his head. It just goes in spurts. It seems like his effort level definitely seems yeah. to wane. Um, yeah, for sure. But I just thought that was weird. Those comments came really came out of nowhere. I thought, well, and right as the like, how do you not have? How do you not understand? You know, as the season's winding down, your team's gearing up for a playoff run. Yeah, that that's what they're doing. Is they're trying to get you ready for the playoffs, trying to make sure nothing. Don't don't further injure yourself. Exactly. You know, you've the, the Pistons aren't mathematically eliminated, but they but might as well be. Yeah, like, you're in I the mean, playoffs. You're in the playoffs, basically. Now you're they're at the eight seed right now, right? They've kind of fallen off. I think Miami is in the eight seed. 
Yeah, they're in the eight seed. Uh, okay, they're, they're in, in the eight seed. seed. No, they're 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 tied. They're them and Milwaukee are forty one and thirty six. Okay, got you. So they're so, they're dead even. Okay, but w- they will be in the playoffs. You're either going to play Boston or Toronto, one way or the other. Yeah. We'll see how that shifts around. Mm-hmm. Um, but Deadman, uh, sorry to get back get yeah, back to back my boy to fantasy, Dwayne Deadman, uh, averaging thirty three fan ball points over his last eight contests, has five double doubles in that stretch, um, getting a ton of minutes, almost thirty plus every night. Like him in this one at just 5,500. A couple other guys. uh, Isaiah Taylor. JK had him in 3v3 last week for Atlanta. They're going to be doing a back-to-back with uh, Miami. uh, Playing at Miami on Tuesday, then coming home to play Miami on Wednesday. I'd take him neither of those. Uh, Miami's been tricky against point guards, but he's going to get a ton of minutes. Uh, I just saw before we came on... um, Who's the guard for Atlanta? Backup shooting guard. He's out. Dorsey? Uh, Delaney. Malcolm Delaney, excuse okay, me. He's gotcha. been ruled out for Tuesday. The Hawks are running on fumes. He's getting a ton of usage. Uh, what's We don't even know what's going on shorter, right? Uh, no, but I, it kind of looks like he's not going to be back. For That's the rest injury of the slash legal stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way he sees the court again. And then Chris Middleton was the one other one uh, okay. for Milwaukee going against Boston. Like him as well. Boston. Likely no Jalen Brown, or at least a hampered Jalen Brown. He's been playing really good basketball lately. Uh, Moving on to Wednesday, my stud is going to be Andre Drummond of the Detroit Pistons going up against Philadelphia. Drummond is sitting at $9,600 right now on Fanball. Pistons season is nearly over. It's all but officially over, which means it's time for Andre to do what Andre does best, which is put up big numbers (laughs) against weakened opponents in games that count for nothing. That's that's his career to this point. Uh, uh, fantastical numbers, numbers that you'll see almost nowhere else that oh, count man. for diddly squat. Oh, boy. Uh, and, and in fact, if you look at it, really prior to this matchup, first three matchups, Drummond's gotten his ass processed. He's been terrible against Philly all season. Oh, yeah. Uh, miserable numbers, but no Embiid in this one, probably no Saric. Uh, you're, you're looking at running against Amir Johnson and... Ilyasova, which is a pretty great matchup for him. Got to like that. Sure, no problems. Um, he'll be one of the few players on Wednesday not playing the second half of a back-to-back, which is helpful. Uh, Drummond, he, he's to his credit, he's been balling out lately. He's got four 20-rebound games in his last 10 tries. He's averaging 49 fan ball points per game over that stretch, and it would be more if he hadn't gotten thrown out of uh, Sunday's game against the Nets yeah. after just 25 minutes on the court. Um, Blake Griffin's out right now with some nonsense ankle injury that I'm, I'm pretty sure is just to protect him from like actually getting hurt in these final meaningless games. So I love Drummond on, uh, on Wednesday. Well, My, sorry, do you think ahead. Griffin will play again the rest at all? My personal prediction? No, they said at least three <laughs> games. He's already missed. They said a week, right? Back yeah. on the 30th. 30 more. Okay. So, so the earliest would be Friday, right? Uh, I think he could be a candidate to return as early as, as early as Wednesday. Okay. I don't think he will. I don't think he'll play the rest of the season. Okay. The Pistons are like a game away from being mathematically eliminated, and there's just, with his injury history, why fuck with it? Yeah. I mean, seriously, why? I, I hope they don't. I really okay. hope they just shut him down. Okay. Um. But it, would it shock me if Stan Van Gundy, like if they somehow still were, like if, still if on Friday in it, yeah. they were still in it? Yeah, maybe. You never know, yeah. Uh, my dud, I really mold on this one, but I'm going to go with Anthony Davis. Uh, sitting at 12,700, going against the Memphis Grizzlies. 
first and foremost, don't fuck with us, Anthony. <laughs> Did not appreciate the Instagram, Twitter, whatever stunt of fake shaving your eyebrow. Red Bull, yeah. Uh, you know, that should have been the big tip off right away is they had the big red bull towel on like the whole time, like that it was, you know, kind of an ad pair up and the the whole little camera shakery. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how, how they pulled that off was pretty impressive. Yeah. It's a good makeup job or CGI or whatever the hell they, I don't know how I would imagine it's just really good makeup. Um, that was probably the best prank I've saw. It was, but you can't pull it out on March 31st. That's a bullshit move. What do you mean March 31st? That video was live on Saturday night. What, him shaving his eyebrow? Yeah. Yeah, but then the actual video of him saying it was a joke was on the 1st. Yeah, but you can't put the joke out. You can't put the April Fool's part on the 29th. That's, or the 31st. No, the, I, no, the April Fool's part, I thought, came out on the 1st. No? Well, he told you that he fooled you on the 1st, but the video of him shaving his brow is on the 31st. Okay. That's a Bush League Well, you gotta let it marinate, right? No? No, it's gotta come out. You gotta put the brow video out. If you... I guess maybe if you wanted to put the video that you didn't shave it on the second, maybe. But I feel like that's 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 bush league. That's yeah. cheating. It's the April Fool's. You can't let it span multiple days. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Yeah. Back to the books for you, Anthony Davis. <laughs> All right, now on to the less important stuff. Uh, you know, just the basketball aspect, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Pelicans. <laughs> Pelicans desperately need this one. Uh, they've lost four straight. They're just one game ahead of Denver for the final playoff spot in the West. Uh, I I fully expect Anthony Davis will play really well in this one in what, what's a must-win game, really. I just don't think he'll be able to hit his value. Um, at this price, we're looking for a minimum of 60 fan ball points from AD, uh, and that's, that's going to be tough to get against the Grizzlies, who play at the slowest pace in the league. Just an ugly, grueling style of basketball to watch. Uh some of the uh, the most recent big men to face Memphis uh, over the last 10 games, you had Joel Embiid go for 32 fan ball points. Uh, Joseph Nurkic has played them twice, going for 23 and 37 fan Ooh. ball points. Rudy Gobert, 25. Carl Anthony Towns had 47. And Nikola Jokic had 48, which was the high watermark there. Uh, and even those last two, decent outings, 47, 48, still 12 points below what we need to have him hit yeah. his value. Slow uh, team. It's really, yeah, it's not that I don't think he'll play well, not that I don't think they'll win, just less possessions. Mm-hmm. Um, so from Anthony Davis, let's move on to Anthony Tolliver. Uh, still dirt cheap right now, $3,200, uh, averaging 28 fan ball points over his last five outings. That's uh, seven times his value in every one of those games. Uh, as long as Blake Griffin's out, I think he should continue to be a great value. Don't see any reason why. Playing Philly's depleted front line, got to like it. Uh, staying in that extra cheapo zone, 3,200, is Jonathan Isaac. Ooh, I haven't seen his name uh, surface here. You know, I said it earlier when you're talking about uh, Vucevic. Magic have been just a fantasy train wreck apart from him. Uh, but if you're looking for a super cheap cheap option, Isaac could be worth a run. Mavericks ranked 29th in fan ball points allowed to small forwards. And Isaac has scored at least 20 fan ball points in the last three games that he's appeared in. Uh, it's good for six and a half times his value. Uh, don't look now. Here come the San Antonio Spurs, winners yeah. of eight of their last ten, Unreal. huh? And who's leading With the way? All the drama, Ka- uh, Kawhi. Not Kawhi, but Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, eighty-eight hundred dollars going against the L.A. Lakers. Uh, big credit to Lamarcus <laughs> Aldridge, who who wanted out after uh, after the last after season. Last season, and he's been the reason that he's he's kept him afloat without Kawhi yeah. basically all season. Was an All Star this year. Uh, was an All Star, and he's he's picked his game up big time down mm-hmm. the stretch here. He's averaging 48 fan ball points over his last 10 games. It's exactly the number he needs to hit five and a half times his value. 
he scored at least 47 in seven of his last 10 games. Lakers allow an average of 40 fan ball points a game to the position. That's the fourth most in the league, like LA in this one. Uh, wouldn't hold your breath, but if Lonzo Ball does play on Wednesday against the Spurs, I like him a lot in that one. Yeah, he's doubtful for Tuesday. I just saw a fantasy last. Yeah, he's. He this is Wednesday, so maybe. Yeah, maybe uh, he's. Again, and he's doubtful for Tuesday, so just watch it Wednesday. I, I would expect the Lakers to play it very safe this close to the end of the year. Yeah. Um, he's and missed the last much, two games. Yeah. They're eliminated already, yeah. so. He, he had 49 and 51 fan ball points in his two tri- prior matchups with San Antonio, so needless to say, I like him a lot, but not uh, not super likely he takes the court, and I'd, I'd like to say there's like a clear contender that emerges to fill that void for the Lakers fantasy-wise, but I, I just don't see it. Um, it doesn't help that the Spurs have held six of their last ten opponents below the century mark and have given up an average of just 95 points per game over that stretch. Also doesn't make me feel much better that the Lakers are fresh off scoring 83 points in a loss to the Sacramento Kings, which is uh, it's not something a great to optic. be proud of. No, not, not something to be proud of. Not what you want to see. Uh, you know, it's kind of you're looking at the usual sp- suspects, I think. Julius Randle checking in at 8-4. Contavious Caldwell-Pope, 5-7. Josh Hart, 5-3. Cal Kuzma, 6-7. Uh, you look back at the previous matchups this season, uh, nobody really jumps off the page at me. I would probably fade Randall. Uh, high cost. He's he's going to put up thirty or so fan ball points, but I don't see him getting over the hump. I would look more to Kuz, yeah, or even Josh Hart. Just take a gamble at the fifty three uh, that he gets enough rebounds to hit his value. But there's nothing I there's nothing I love there. I mean, what do you think, Jake? Anybody for the Lakers? You're really uh, yeah, Kuz maybe. Uh, looks like Ingram's out on Tuesday with a concussion. Didn't travel with the team, so. Uh, He's going to see the bulk of the minutes there at that small forward position. So, if anybody, I would say Kuz, yeah. Yep. Um, Terry Rogier for the Celtics going against the Raptors. Um, this is another one going through this game that I had a surprisingly hard time finding players that I really liked. Um, this is uh, this is a big game, though. This game could yeah. be for first place in they the They just East. played each other a few days ago. We just talked about it. Yeah. Just played each other. Boston, or excuse me, Toronto plays Cleveland on Tuesday. Yep. They lose that game. Boston's only two games back right now. Wow. Boston wins Tuesday. This wow. game could be for first place in the East. Tie for first for place. Tie wow. for first place in That's the East. That's insane. Um, it should be a great game. Um, that is really insane. Rozier's one of the uh, the few people in this matchup who you can say has been a great value all season uh, between the Raptors and Celtics. Uh, he's scored 31, 34, and 37 fan ball points so far against the Drakes. Um, his high of 37 came over uh, the past weekend, or not the past weekend, but um, excuse me, uh, last week when they last played. Last week, yeah. Um, that's exactly what he's looking for to hit five and a half times his value. He's going to see a ton of run. Shane Larkin's done for the rest of the year. Uh, uh, didn't travel. No, didn't travel. I don't think he's done yet. I thought I saw he got ruled yeah, out I'll today pull it up for the right season. Now. No, he's, he didn't travel on the road trip. Okay, excuse me. To miss at least two more games. Yeah, he didn't travel on the road trip. Not done for the season. He's got a. He's sick, but they say Tatum's been playing some backup point guard, so didn't travel on the road trip. No, uh, no Kyrie, obviously. No Kyrie, but yeah, you got to love Rozier here for sure. Uh, Staying in that match, of course, uh, you just talked about him, Jason Tatum, fifty-four hundred playing at small forward, and Marcus Morris, fifty-one hundred listed at power forward. If you're feeling ballsy, you could you could put both into one lineup, um, especially being the two different positions that they are. Uh, Tatum averaging 33 fan ball points over his last 10. Morris right behind him at 31 and a half. Um, 
So Tatum's been slightly more consistent. Morris does to have two 40-point fanball efforts in that, that span. That includes one against Toronto. Tatum finished with 37 fanball points against the Raptors, has only one 40 fanball point game in his last 10, though. Uh, if you trust DeMar DeRozan more than I do, he's sitting at 8,500. That's not a terrible price. Uh, he had failed failed to score more than 35 fanball points in five straight games. He finally bro- broke through against the Celtics, uh, scored 53 fanball points in a loss on Saturday. Uh, he, I just... You look back at his last two times against Boston, he had 29 and 35 fanball points in those matchups. It's in such a pivotal game where Toronto has choked so often and DeRozan has choked so often. I just don't trust him in this one. Yeah. Maybe you feel I had him as a bust uh, dud last week Yeah, in the show, and he, like you said, DeRozan poured in 53. Um, it's been a brutal prior to that, but was an absolutely oh. brutal stretch for him. Oh, for sure. Absolutely awful. Um. Speaking of NBA playoffs, about to begin without the Memphis Grizzlies for the first time since 2010. Wow. Good run for Grit and Grind. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I know they didn't win big. Uh, would they make one conference championship, I think? Yes. Um, Good run for them. It's 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 very much over. They ran into the Warriors that one year, but they gave them all they could. Yep. Uh, they, they had some pain-in-the-ass teams. Yeah, they, they did. They outed. Were they uh, were they an 8 over a 1, or were they a 2 over a 7 the year they beat San Antonio? They, I think that was 2-7. I think, the I think one, so. No, yeah, they, they weren't that 1-8 team, yeah. I think you're right. They were a 2-7. Hell of an upset, though. Hell of a run. Yes. Uh, good for Memphis. I, you know, that you didn't get a championship. I don't think that haunts me if I'm a Memphis fan. You know, you had good teams. I don't know that you ever had a great team. I'd say it was kind of always an overachieving team who did uh, was greater than the sum of its parts. Um, it reminded me in a lot of ways of the 2004 Pistons. They just they had a lot of nice pieces. Uh, no real star. Uh, I guess Marc Gasol, uh, if you want to. Mike Conley. Mike Conley, yeah. but nobody who's really got that league-wide sort of resonance. Yeah. Um, but in any case, if uh, so, this is the time now. This is your last week here. Uh, if, if you, you want to <laughs> get some Grizzly players uh, in, your, from Memphis in your roster, <laughs> I don't know why the hell you would want to do that. The Grizz have failed to crack 100 points four times in their last six games, which is hashtag not great. <laughs> but if you're dead set on rostering someone from this godforsaken team, uh, probably Dylan Brooks. He's at 4,100 right now. He's fresh off a 47 fanball point performance against the Trailblazers. Or Wayne Selden, maybe, if and only if Andrew Harrison sits out. You could look at Harrison uh, against New Orleans, who's terrible against guards, I guess. Uh, Staying in that matchup, Drew Holiday. He's been (laughs) better lately, not spectacular. He's averaging 41 fanball points over his last five. That's slightly below what we're looking for. He needs 45 to hit his value at this price. Um but the improving numbers combined with Memphis giving up an average of 65 fanball points to shooting guards over their last five games has me feeling pretty good about it. Uh, if you're on the fence, the last time these two teams met up, uh, Holiday had 49 fanball points against the Grizz. So something to think about there as I hand it off to JK for Thursday. All right, Thursday's only a six-game slate, but we got all the top dogs going. Kevin Durant, LeBron, Harden, and Giannis. And honestly, when looking at this, I couldn't find – I couldn't just pick one, so I'm going to go through all of them. I love all of these guys. Kevin Durant, Thursday, $11,200 at Indiana Pacers. It's the first time that Kevin Durant's facing the Pacers. Last time out was a week ago when he was out with that rib injury still. Without Curry, he sees a 4% bump in usage. 
And over the past two games, he's recorded double-doubles, and he leads the team currently at usage of 30%. So love KD, $11,200. Uh, LeBron, $12,900 versus the Washington Wizards. Man, uh, he kills the Wizards. Oh, man, unbelievable. Yeah, he faces a Wizards team that's 4-6 four and, four and six over the last 10. They're really sliding. And they just lost to the Bulls on Easter Sunday. That was a bad, bad loss. Yeesh. They're 4-6 and six over the last 10 games. That includes the loss of the Bulls. And they have had a minus 2.3 plus-minus as a team. That's not very good on the season. They're just a shy below 1 at uh, .9. But uh, LeBron has a triple-double this year against the Wizards. And he has a 50, 50, he scored 57 points against them, which was a season high for LeBron this year. So he's got 57 points against the Wizards already. And a triple-double. Love LeBron against the Wizards. Uh, Giannis goes against the Brooklyn Nets. He, uh, the first game he played against the Nets, he rolled his ankle. He left early. The second game he played, he went for 41 points, 11 rebounds, and 77 fan ball points. Dear God. That's above value for Giannis. He faces a Nets team that ranks 26th in defense over the last 10 games. Uh, James Harden, $12,300 versus Portland. Uh, he's been sitting here and there, like Aaron talked about earlier. They're trying to they're trying to get some rest, but they're going to, like uh, D'Antoni said, they're trying to find their rhythm. And They've played these teams have played each other three times. Portland and Houston. He's only played in two games, and both those games he scored over forty points, which is ridiculous. Yeah, you kind of it's interesting that uh, you kind of got the same thing going here. You feeling the same way about the Thursday that I kind of do about the two. It's just it's hard to, the, with the with the kind of high. And there's no like there's not a bad matchup here. You're like man, I don't like this or I don't like that. All those guys. I mean, if you can, if you like one more than the other, or something happens during the week. But, I mean, there's tough to pick those. Those are all pretty good matchups. And they've all had good success against we're, – we're a week out from being done in the season. They've all had good success against these opponents this year. Yeah, it might, might recent, be a good time to put matchups. in a couple lineups, kind of shift who you got at the top yeah, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Play around with your, uh, play around with your values. That's a thought. Sorry, I'll let you go ahead, uh, Over la- Portland's last 10 games, they're ranked 21st, slowing down opposing shooting guards. My dud is going to be Chris Paul, $9,200 versus Portland. Uh, in the same light, when Harden plays against Portland, uh, Paul's value, fantasy value, comes down a little bit. He exploded for 38 against Portland, but that was with the game that Harden yep. didn't play. I touched on that earlier. And the two games against Portland with Harden playing, Paul only collected 44 and 41 fan ball points. Both both values, both of those numbers are under his value of 50. So I don't like Paul against the Trailblazers there. Other guys to target, uh, John Henson, Bucks, $4,900 versus the Brooklyn Nets. We've talked about it, centers and nets. That's something you want to target anytime the Brooklyn Nets step on the floor. He's collected two double-doubles against them this year that have gone for 52 and 36 fan ball points, well above his value. John Wall is back. He's back, $9,400 at Cleveland. This is the first game of a back-to-back, and Wall sat out a back-to-back this weekend. They actually play Atlanta the next day on Friday. I would imagine that Wall will sit Friday and play versus Cleveland. Uh, faces a Cavs team that's 28th, slowing down opposing point guards. They will most likely be without George Hill, who sprained his ankle over the weekend, which is unfortunate. Uh, Jose Calderon's been starting, so that's a pretty ideal matchup for John Wall. Look good in his first game back. 14 assists. Who? Wall, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then he, yeah, yeah, double-double, 14 assists. 15 points, I think, yeah. And he had 15 assists against the Cavs the last time he played when he was healthy, way back when. There you go. He recorded 49 fanball points. It's it's two points shy of his value. But again, like I talked about, Hill is going to probably be out for the rest of the. Uh, he may come back at the, the end of the regular season, but he's going to be out for these next couple. This next stretch for sure. I don't think he plays in any of these games coming up. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, eleven thousand one hundred dollars at Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets. This is a great matchup, actually. I think these two teams are neck and neck in the standings as I pull it up. 
The Timberwolves, they're a game back, so the Nuggets are two two and a half games back from the... Yeah, Denver's fighting for a playoff spot from, right now. From the Nuggets here. This is at Denver where they play. I've talked about on the show, they're well below 500 team on the road. They're well above 500 team at home in that altitude. They Carl Anthony Towns, though, faces a Denver team. Even though they're better at home, they haven't played any defense since the All-Star break. They're 29th in defensive rating since the All-Star break. Love Carl Anthony Towns there. Also in the same game, uh, Jeff Teague missed Easter Sunday with a knee injury. Uh, if he misses this game, I love Tyus Jones. $3,100, a little value play at Denver. Uh, Denver struggled to slow down imposing point cards point cards all season. He only needs 17 points to be a value, and in Sunday's game, he went for 29 fan ball points. And then I'm going to go into Friday, uh, the brow against Phoenix, $12,700. <laughs> uh, last time he played Phoenix, he Anthony Davis ripped off 94 fan ball points. Whew. 94. The Pelicans have lost four in a row, and they will desperately need this win, even though it's Phoenix. Uh, yeah, they can't they, sit any. They can't give any away. The Clippers play, and Denver bang down the door. They play Golden State the next day too. I think on Saturday, so it's a back first of a back and back. But they're going to need every win they can get down the road. The West is so tight. The the Suns have been a bottom five defensive defensive team all year. Currently, they're twenty eighth since the All Star break. The Suns have shut down Tyson Chandler and Alex Len. Their other starting center has missed. Uh, their last couple games with a sprained ankle, so he's going to go many, going up against Marquise Chris. He has a, a big-time size advantage in that game. And the Pelicans, uh, I think that's it. Oh, the Suns are allowing 15 points per game and 10 rebounds to, to opposing big men, so love Davis here. Dud's going to be Victor Oladipo, $9,600 at Toronto. Uh, this is like Aaron talked about Toronto struggling here. They're trying to hang on for dear life to that one seed. They're two games up in the Celtics, so this game could be big and trying to get a leg up on the Celtics here for that one seed. Uh, they're they're pretty good at home for defensively. They're sixth best team at home this season, and they're also the fourth best team in fan ball, slowing down opposing shooting guards. And they actually allow opposing shooting guards to shoot only forty percent from the field. Oladipo this season is averaging forty seven percent from the field. So that's don't like those numbers. Do not like Oladipo. Other guys, Ersan Ilyasova, we talked about a four thousand two hundred dollars versus Cleveland. Sarge is out. Uh, if he, even if Sarge plays, I actually have some notes on this. Even if Sarge plays over the last two games since Embiid has, uh, broke his face, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Out with broken face. No, I, I think that's the medical... fractured face. I guess they say <laughs> no, fractured like, face. Broken like, face. He broke his face. Uh, they, they have identical usage numbers. They're both 23%. However, Eliasova has been the better player offensively he has a higher offensive rating and he's seen more minutes than Sarge. I don't know if that's with the injury or just the play, but I like Eliasova over Sarge, even if Sarge plays. Uh, the ultimate revenge game. Dwight Howard, $9,500 at the Orlando Magic. Ooh, boy. Back I where would, it all started. It's, it's, I don't know when the last time I watched a Magic, like Dwight Howard go back to Magic. Like They used to put it on ESPN like, all the time. That used to be time. a big deal, yeah. And then it, they've stopped. So I, I'm still assuming they boo him. Right, like I don't even. I yeah. Oh hell yeah. They still boo him every time even, he touches the ball. What the hell else do you have? And if I you're feel Orlando? like fans show up for this game just to boo Dwight Howard. Like <laughs> tickets will be probably you're, you're under afraid. ten bucks. <laughs> Your franchise has nothing else. That's yeah. what you look forward to. You just forward like, to hey, Dwight's, Dwight, Dwight's coming Dwight's to town. Let's, let's boo this. Let's go boo this asshole. Let's boo the hell out of him. Yeah. So uh, I gotta think, uh. even though both these teams are out of it and Charlotte's now eliminated from the playoffs, I gotta think Dwight will. Bring bring his game more. He knows he's getting boobed, so he's gonna. It's been a revenge that. tour for him, yeah. Over his career, I went on BasketballReference.com. Over his career as an opponent, he averages nineteen point one points per game uh, at Orlando. Uh, it's actually that that's the second highest number in his career. So I love him uh, and against Orlando. Um, 
He went for 22 and 13 earlier, which totaled for 47 fanball points. Just again, if he needs like I think he needs 50, a few shy of his value. But the Magic ranked 26 in fanball, slowing down opposing center. So look for Dwight Howard here in a big time revenge game. Aaron talked about it earlier. Terry Rozier, uh, I think he's six thousand nine hundred dollars. Correct. Uh, versus Chicago Bulls. Uh, they face a Bulls team who shut down Chris Dunn and Zach Levine for the season. So these guys are done. Uh, they're rolling out Cameron Payne, Jerry and Grant, and Sean Kilpatrick, which is those guys are D. yeah, not good. <laughs> Love Rozier there again. The, um, Shane Larkin didn't travel on the road trip. Me and Aaron talked about earlier. Whether or not he plays at home, you know, we'll have to see what it goes. But if Larkin sits, love Rozier here with the bulk of the minutes against a Bulls team that's 27 slowing down point guards. In the same light, Jason Tatum, same thing versus Chicago Bulls. Since Kyrie went down with a knee injury, Tatum's actually second on the team in usage. And he's playing backup point guard with Larkin out again if Larkin sits. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little gem here. I think Thomas Sadoransky has a great game at Atlanta, $4,800. I, like I talked about a couple minutes ago, Wall doubtfully plays in this game. He hasn't played any back-to-back since coming back from knee surgery. This is Atlanta, a game they should win without John Wall. But Sadoransky will play the bulk of the Mets at point guard. Good thought there. This is a team that's 26th in fan ball, slowing down opposing point guards. Love Sadoransky. He's only $4,800. Uh, Aaron talked about him too. Marquise Chris, Marquise Chris $4,800 versus New Orleans Pelicans. Again, Phoenix probably is going to be without Len, probably most likely going to be without Warren. Over the past nine games, Chris is second on the team in usage at 23% with all those injuries. Uh, Pelicans ranked 25th, slowing down opposing power forwards too, so I like that matchup. And then I think, yes, what Aaron talked about, we're going right into 3v3, right? Yeah, so here's so we talked about the top of the show, yeah. but uh, kind of a special week. Since since next week is really light, what we're going to do is we've got, uh, we've got Tuesday through Friday with you on this pod. We'll be back on Friday to talk about Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. But then we'll still be here on on Monday. We're going to do a little retrospective on Monday. Talk about you know just some of our favorite moments for the season. Oh, yeah. Fantasy MVP. Maybe a little bit of a look ahead to the NBA playoffs. Um, and then we'll try and kind of figure out what our NBA uh, playoff schedule is going to be for uh, for podcasting from there on out. So this is our last potentially so last three v three of the season. The, Wednesday's the last game of the year. Okay, four eleven. Um, yeah, potentially. I don't know if we'll continue the 3v3 if that even makes sense in the playoffs anymore. It'd be tough to do with 18,000. Ah, you probably could, though. You probably could. We'll we'll see whether we keep that going. So I, I did do the math, Ooh, You know JK. what we could do? We could do, we could do the NBA... Uh, uh, oh, bring back uh, Drive to the Finals. Drive to the Finals, yeah. This is a fantasy game that <laughs> oh, we used to run here at SportsHub4NBA.com. We'll you get picked, a Google Doc together. Let's, yeah. get, let's get people to play. Yeah, well, yeah that'd be a great idea. So we'll, so you picked one player during the whole playoffs, but then once you pick them, you can never use them again throughout the whole playoffs. So like right. in the first round, you wouldn't want to use LeBron James because there's a chance that he could be there in the second round, the third, in the third round, and so on. Right. So now, if there's, you'd probably want to use the first. There's strategy behind it. You want to use teams that are going to be eliminated. Guys, so, you think you're going to go out in the first round? Yeah, exactly. You want, you want to use, use those guys round. up first. So we could definitely let's do that. And then uh, it was yeah. a point for the points were points. It was a point for a rebound was. Rebounds? Maybe we should use the same. Let's use fan ball scoring. Fan ball scoring. Okay. Make it simple. Okay. Yeah. Keep it easy. Yeah. Steal blocks, points, rebounds, assists. Got it. All right. Let's. We'll start thinking of a way to get a lo-fi drive to the finals game. At the very least, we will be playing. We'll see if there's a lo-fi there's way to be get that Google, out. Yeah, to you can people. do Google Doc stuff like that. Yeah, uh, or even sheets maybe to make it easier to yeah, calculate. Sheets. Google Sheets. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. Okay. Put so last three v three. I did I got do the snake, math, J.K. I got snake bit. You did. Well, Snake once pick again. Black Reason. Kevin Love gets hurt in that game, takes an elbow, gets his tooth pushed in. 
Gives me two point two fan ball points. He was my four. He was my four gamer too last week. That's good. And he, he missed the next game too. If he played all week, you probably win. I've, I've like I said, I, I felt confident about that lineup. It was good. Uh, Vucevic was the best player think, for yeah. either team. Yeah, uh, he had a hell of a week. Fifty-two, forty-two, injuries have killed forty-four. Both yeah. our lineups the past. You had Rose miss games. Yeah, the, week the before suspension had, with Dwight Howard. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, sorry. So hopefully no injuries affect this matchup. No, let's hope not. I did go back. I did do our final tally. Okay, what do we got? Uh, We competed 17 times, you and I, in 3v3. This is our 22nd episode. I did one against Dan, so that was uh, 18 total. You and I, 17 matchups. What do you think the record is? Uh, 10 and (laughs) 7. Oh, in what favor? You. Oh, you're spot on. 10 to 7. It was tied up. I went on a little recent winning streak there at the end yes you did uh, yeah I, I really struggled the last couple the last month i've been off i yeah, had that one win you rolled last off week like three in a row that tied it i think we each had six and then i rolled off three after that yeah and then we split yep um so yeah we're at 10 to so 7 this is a big one this is a lot of, yeah there's just a big difference one. between an 11 and 7 final record and 10 and 8 absolutely yes uh do you want to go first with your lineup you want uh me to? I'll go first. All right, so this is a really roll of the dice. Aaron's probably looking Holy at me shit. like, I'm like, just this seeing guy this. Is, this guy's an idiot. Uh, so I really wanted to target Calderon here because I think he's going to play this whole week with uh, George Hill out, but he, but he his price has gone up to $3,200. By $100. I know, I needed $100. Oh. So I'm going here. Uh, so with the Bulls shutting down Zach Levine and Chris Dunn, I'm going Sean Kilpatrick. Now hear me out, folks. Okay. He just signed a one-and-a-half, well, two-year deal. So it was like a two-year deal, but it has mid-level exception. The past two games, he's played 26 minutes and 23 minutes. He scored 13 points and 14 points. So he's. I think they're going to give him a little run here as they're they're without their top two point guards, and they have, all they have is uh, Jerry Grant, Cameron Payne. They know what those guys are. I feel like they'll give Kilpatrick a run for his money. They play Charlotte at Boston versus Brooklyn. I like two of those matchups, not Boston, but Brooklyn Charlotte pretty good. My forward, I'm going Ersan Ilyasova, baby. He's my four-gamer, $4,200. He has fantastic matchups. First Brooklyn Nets at Detroit. First Cleveland, who is bad against or is poor defending uh, power forwards. And then versus Dallas, again, another poor defending team. Love, love his matchups. And then my center is going to be Nikola Jokic, $11,000, fighting for a playoff stop, going to, playoff spot, going to try to will Denver into the playoffs. He's got versus Indy, which is a great matchup, versus Minnesota, which is I like at home. And then at LA Clippers, it's a good matchup. I know they're not as good a team on the road as they are at home, but I like that matchup. I need big, big numbers from Jokic this week to kind of hopefully. Gary Harris is out Tuesday. Yep. That's more usage coming his yep. way. Don't know what necessarily when Harris is going to be back. And then uh, who's Aaron? Aaron, who's your who's your team? All right, here's what I got. I am for the first time all season going with Benjamin Simmons. Talked about him uh, at the top of the show in my my studs and duds. Great matchups this week: Brooklyn, Detroit, Cleveland, Dallas. Cleveland, he isn't. I don't think he's had a double double versus Cleveland. Cleveland's going to be tough for him. Uh, he's going to. I imagine LeBron just goes LeBron. up on him. Yeah, yeah that's going to be. And without Embiid, I think it's just going to be. Oh God. yeah, it's going to be tough. But you're right. Versus Brooklyn, that's ideal. Brooklyn like Detroit. Detroit's got nobody who can match him or yeah. guard him and. Dallas, assuming he's still the only thing I'm concerned is Philly completely kind of starting to shut down, but they, they could get the three seed. I don't know why they would give up on their season. If they lose to Cleveland. Yeah, if they were to lose to Cleveland. You're right. You're right. Because the Cleveland game could be a big time kind and that's, of. Uh, that's you catching Cleveland in a back to back there because they play, they play. They play Toronto on Tuesday and then they play. I'm looking at the schedule right now. Sorry. They play Washington at home on Thursday and then they fly to Philly and play Philly Friday. That Washington game is going to be big too. 
they're trying to fight for a playoff seed too. So, so if I get all four games, yeah, in, feel good about what he's doing, especially Embiid. I think he's probably out that entire stretch. Uh, my forward is going to be Anthony Tolliver of the Detroit Pistons. Okay. I'm thinking and now hoping that Blake Griffin Blake will remain out. out. Uh, gets Philly, their depleted front court. Uh, Dallas, Memphis. I don't love the Grizzlies matchup. I really just like Anthony at this price. I needed him at this price. Thirty-two hundred didn't have a dollar to spare, um, and and the amount of minutes that he's getting because of that. My center, Marcin Gortat, not been great, Ooh. but he's got two good matchups this yeah. week. He starts off against Houston. I don't love that so much, but Cleveland and Atlanta to finish the week. Cleveland did make me look very foolish. Uh, for the mean words I said about them on Friday in the Daily article, I threw a lot of shade yeah. about their interior defense, and then they shut down Anthony Davis, won the game, and made me look like a real asset. So thanks, City of Cleveland. I appreciate that. Thanks, Tristan Thompson. Uh, Finally showed up. Best did. game of the year. He did. He uh, he showed up and showed out. So that's it for our final 3v3. Like we said, we'll be back on Friday, uh, back the following Monday. We got all kinds of fantasy advice coming for you. Yeah, we're ready to down keep the home stretch. Down the home stretch, we want you to stay winning. Thanks so much for uh, for listening to us, whether this is your first time or uh, you've been here all year. Thanks, guys. We'll see you on Friday. Thanks, folks. See you Friday.